Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. In a recent survey, Catherine said, I'm overwhelmed with this idea of setting up a website, even though I bought my domain name over two years ago. How about you? Is that kind of how you feel about a website? kind of this love-hate relationship, you know, the technology hassles? Well, if so, that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Hey, messengers, welcome to the Market Your Message show. I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of the new book, Your Message Matters. And our goal here is to help you rise above the noise and get paid for what you know. And in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the five must-have ingredients for a profitable website. But before we get into today's lesson, let me talk to you about a free 10-page guide. If you don't know where to start, if you're not sure who your audience is, if you're trying to figure out what your gifts are, what your message is, this is where you start. You want to go to marketyourmessage.com slash discover and download our 10-page guide, the Discover Your Message Blueprint. Well, let's get into today's episode. Last July, I took my wife to New York City. It was our wedding anniversary, and we stayed in a hotel. It was literally just a couple blocks from Central Park. Have you ever been to Central Park? Central Park is an amazing place. Well, we started walking around Central Park, and we've been there before. This is probably my third time at Central Park, but we were exploring some new areas that I previously had not explored before. And we walked around this one bend, and all of a sudden, I like stopped in my tracks. I was just like, blinked a couple eye, a couple times. I'm looking at it going, what? In front of me was this pristine pond, this hill, and on top of this like cliff was a castle. I was like, this is amazing. I've never seen this before. What is this like castle that you would see, you know, from the 1500s? What is it doing here in the middle of Central Park? When was it built? What is it for? What was it used for? I started asking all those questions. Well, we saw that there were people up in the castle. So we started walking around the cobblestone path, made our way up to the top. And sure enough, we found out it was actually a tourist attraction. We could actually go inside. Had a gift shop inside. It had a winding staircase. We got to the top and it was amazing. We were like pretty much the second highest elevation in Central Park, looking out over all of New York City. It was amazing. Well, later, as we made it back to our hotel room, I got curious, like, 
What is this? How did this castle get here? What was its intended and original purpose? Well, I looked it up and it had a name. The name was Belvedere's Castle. Like, interesting. Well, how did it start? And we can always go to Google and find out these things. And sure enough, I looked it up and found out that its intended purpose was a Victorian folly. Well, Victorian sounds cool. Folly? That word doesn't sound like it's all that something to be excited about. So folly usually is like something useless, something cynical. And sure enough, I looked it up and a Victorian folly gives this idea of no intended purpose. That's what it was. There was no intended purpose for this castle. Well, I started doing some more research and I found out that in the 1960s, it actually was closed. They had to close it up, board it up because vandals. It was, there was no purpose, no use. People were spray painting on it. People were vandalizing it and the city shut it down and it stayed that way for a couple of decades. Well, not too long ago, the city decided to do something about this amazing structure that was built years ago. And so they decided to fix it up. They invested millions of dollars into it to fix it up, make it better, restore it. And today it is a tourist attraction. In fact, it's estimated that over a couple million people visit it every year. Now, why do I tell you this story when we're talking about websites? It's simple. Your website can either be a Victorian folly or a tourist attraction. And it's going to depend upon these five must-have ingredients that I'm going to be sharing with you today. But first, before we get into that, you must understand this. This is fundamentally important for any type of messenger. Whether you want to write, speak, coach, podcast, blog, you need to know the difference between displaying your expertise and demonstrating your expertise. Because there's a big difference. Let me explain it. Displaying your expertise is what most people do. They put together a website It's got maybe two to five pages on it. It has a contact us page. It has an about page. It has, uh, you know, here's my credentials. And it's just kind of displaying your expertise, right? Fill out the contact form if you want me to coach you, if you want me to speak. The problem is it's kind of like a Victorian folly. If you build it, it doesn't mean they're going to come. That's not how it works. Putting a website, putting a five-page website online is not going to draw traffic. It's not going to become a tourist attraction. Okay, so what does? It's demonstrating your expertise. People don't care about your credentials. What they care about is your help solving their problems. We demonstrate our expertise by sharing helpful articles, blog posts, podcasts, videos. Your audience is asking, what's in it for me? That's what they're asking. They don't care about your credentials, right? And so it's important that you understand the difference because many experts make this mistake. I see it all the time. Don't display your expertise. Instead, choose to demonstrate your expertise. Give away content for free. 
and be helpful to people, and they will want to follow you in your journey. So that's critical foundation piece in the beginning. All right, let's get into the five must-haves. These are five things that you, five ingredients that you must have on your website. I think a great resource is StoryBrand. StoryBrand and Don Miller, what they're doing. You'll see some commonalities here with a few little twists based on my last 10 years of marketing online and blogging online to help it apply it to you content marketers. All right, so let's jump into the first point. Number one is an aspirational headline. Do you have a statement that when I hit your website, it catches me? In fact, it makes me raise my hand and say, this is for me. See, what happens is, and this is a big mistake that a lot of people make, we want our website to be for everybody. We want it to be for everybody. We want everybody, you know, we think, well, it's hard enough as it is to get people to show up, so I don't want to narrow myself. The problem is you're not connecting with anybody. I'll give you an example with my new website launch, uh, marketyourmessage.com. We're going to start with rise above the noise, get paid for what you know. That's an aspirational headline. Why? Because I understand what my audience is trying to do. I've heard it from them hundreds and hundreds of times. They're trying to figure out how do I rise above all this noise online and how do I get paid for what I know? How do I get paid for my story, my passion, my message? That is what the website is intended to do, to connect with an aspirational headline. For our new book, Your Message Matters, we're choosing the aspirational headline, Transform Your Passion into a Platform. Why? Because that's what my focused, intended audience, my target audience, that is what they want. They want to know, how do I transform this passion I have into a platform online? Now, the key here is you want to have your statement be 10 words or less. So that is big point number one, is you want to have an aspirational headline. Here's number two. The big three challenges that your audience faces. What are the big three challenges your audience struggles with? You see, you need to empathize with them. We have to empathize with them. We have to say, you know what? If you felt any of these things, you're in the right place. This is where you belong. I get it. And as an expert, we need to let people know we get your struggles. Maybe you even had some of the same struggles. For example, and just listen to these three statements that I've heard over and over again, right? This is the big three challenges my audience faces. They're either overwhelmed by technology challenges, they're trying to figure out how to rise above the noise with all the competition that's out there, and it's the fear of not being good enough that's stopping them. And so what are the big three challenges? Sprinkle those into your main homepage on your website. So that is number two. Number three. Number three big must-have that you need to have is the big three success steps. 
Now, sometimes we as experts want to complicate this. We want to complicate this by having, you know, an 11-step plan, an elaborate uh, framework, right? Your audience needs to hear it in its simplest form. If you were to sum up the three steps to success for your audience, what would they be? Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have, you know, a nine-step plan. You just choose to reveal to them only three things. For example, for my audience, it's three things. Discover your message, launch your platform, grow your business. Now, is there so much more than that that I talk about that I want to get into? Yes, right? I want to get into podcasting and talk about blogging and talk about live streaming, you know, doing all of these other things, building your list, running a membership site, creating online courses. But my goal is, and remember this, I read this years ago in a book and it stuck with me. If you confuse, you'll lose. Let me say that again. This is so powerful. If you confuse, you'll lose. And if people fall on your website and they're confused in any way, you've lost them. How can you boil it down to three simple success steps? All right, number four, and this is an important one. This is one that many people miss out on or they forget altogether, and that's this. A call to action to subscribe. If I were to come on your website right now, would it be obvious to me how to join your email list? Is it obvious? Is there a button that's in the header that says start here? Is there a button before I scroll down somewhere on your website that says download now? You need to have a call to action to subscribe. The energy and lifeblood of your business is your email list. And if there is no place for me to put in an email address, you're missing out. In fact, the reason why I create all of this content that I create is because I want to build trust, but then ultimately it's to get people on an email list because then I can build the relationship, right? And that's where your business begins. So do you have a call to action to subscribe? And then finally, and this is a big one, save the best for last, I'm a big believer in this, and that is a reservoir of ever-growing content. Now, this is what I talked about earlier. The big difference between displaying your expertise and demonstrating your expertise, to me, is having a blog. When I have a blog and I share and write and post at least one article a week, over the course of a year, I'm going to have 52 pages, 52 more pages than the person who just displays their expertise. I'm demonstrating it. Not only that, but I don't have to try to promote myself, which nobody enjoys. Do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy promoting yourself? Hey, come check out my blog. Come check out my website. Come check out my website. If that, if it bothers you to do that, then there's a better way. And the better way 
is to share content that you're creating. It's much easier for me to say, hey, here's my five steps to launching a membership site that I recently wrote. If you're interested in launching a membership site, that's so much easier than me saying, hey, come click on this link if you want me to coach you to be a blogger, right? It just feels more natural and helpful. And the way we get over that, the way that we accomplish that is to have a reservoir of ever-growing content. Not only that, but you know what happens over time? More and more of our pages get indexed in Google and people will discover you because they're searching. So people search for how to launch a membership site and guess what? They come upon my article and they're introduced to my world. I never had to market them, right? They found me from their own needs and wants. That's what I want for you. So again, if you're just getting started and you don't know where to start, the best place is with this free 10-page guide. It's the Discover Your Message Blueprint. I've compiled it into nailing down the three most important things for understanding your message or your niche. What is your gift? That's your purpose. Who are the people you want to serve? And what's the passion? What's the problem you want to solve? And this 10-page guide is going to help you. Just go to marketyourmessage.com slash discover and download that today. Well, did you enjoy this episode? If so, would you take a moment, hit like, share, or subscribe, or even review our show? And also, what topics would you like for me to cover in future episodes? Let me know. I sure would be open to your suggestions. But until then, never forget, your message matters.